0: Today's episode is brought to you by Global Specialized Safety Incorporated. You can find them at globalssinc.com. That's globalssinc.com for all of your safety needs. Safe by choice, not by chance. Global Specialized Safety is veteran-owned and operated. Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. Morning, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Today, I have Michael Overly with me, a canine-partnered energy coach. Michael, what the hell is that?
1: <laughs> Isn't that great? I just made it up not that long ago. <laughs> so, um, I do energy healing. I do energy work. Um, and I started doing it, um, I thought, to help animals. So I trained in these modalities, like healing touch for animals and things. And then I went into Reiki, did these things, and came to realize that all this stuff that I was doing was actually helping me, I think, more than I was, than I was actually helping anyone else. Um, but I realized that the dogs in my life that had given me all these incredible lessons that I didn't really wake up to until I was older. I'm like, Oh my God, they're, they're, they're partnered with us, right? They are, um, in, in essence, like a battle buddy throughout your life. But we, uh, we don't really recognize it. We don't see that. And I was able to look back and say, Oh my God, this dog did this for me. This dog did this for me. And it was also the energy that they were sharing with me. So I'm like, okay, I do coaching, but, I do energy work and the freaking dogs are amazing and what they bring us, let's do something different. So I came up with a canine partnered energy coach.
0: So how would you define that? So we're talking Reiki then.
1: Um, well, yeah, oh, well beyond. So I, I, I won't even go into all the things that I trained in. Um, and what I've come up with is kind of like my own thing. And it's not, I don't have to use symbols. I don't have to um, move my hand a certain way. It's just I'm able to tap into um, the energy that's all around us, and I help others tap into that as well. So utilizing someone else's dog to help them access a different place um, emotionally, mentally, and eventually physically, understanding what that dog is actually capable of showing you. Um, So with the emotive coaching and then the energy work and then working with your dog, there's stuff that you and your dog go do. Um, This comes together in this package to, like, just go holy crap how come I didn't I didn't see all this before so
0: give me an example because uh, right now we're talking in in sort of generalities and I'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm following so uh, okay. but but I, I want to give you a baseline too um I've done the equine assisted therapy and it was freaking awesome so I get yeah. uh that every living creature has an energy bubble around them an energy field I get that and mm-hmm. it's totally true it's it's actually scientifically proven it's not just woo woo it's true and um, and i mean you know, i was able to make the horse or encourage the horse you can't make him do shit but uh, i was able to encourage the horse uh, through 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 uh, manipulation of energy field to walk or run or stop and it just did like I, it just did what i wanted it to yeah. do using without touching it It was, uh, it was pretty fascinating. So tell me uh, a bit like use an example of the, of what we're talking about here and, and what is actually happening with you and the dog.
1: Great question. So let's go back to, um, an emotion. Okay. Um, so during your day at work, driving in the car, something happens, anger, right? We get pissed, road rage. Um, we have all this stuff bottled up inside of us. That carries its own energetic charge. So anger has its own feeling, its own sensation that we actually feel in our body. Some feel it in our gut, some in our chest. We get tight. We get home. There's that dog, happier than hell to see us. Instantly, this crap can just melt off of us, right? And we want to spend time with the dog, and we're playing, and we're, we're cuddling, and, and, and petting the dog, and our energy can shift. But we don't think about it we don't go okay now my energy is shifting because i'm with my dog so they're able to help us access this other energy that is always accessible but we 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 block off right we wall off because of what happens in our day so utilizing your dog spending time with that dog and doing things that can be considered simple meditations just taking your dog for a walk And paying better attention to maybe what they're paying attention to. Put your phone down. Stop, you know, stop thinking about this. Get curious. Why, what the hell are they sniffing? And go over and look. This takes you out of your head and brings you into this present place. We're talking about mindfulness. Absolutely. Absolutely. This allows you better access to your dog's energy and your own. So you can take this in any direction with, with any emotion, but utilizing the presence, activities, and, um, and just the awe of the senses of what your dog's capable of, spending time trying to mimic some of these things can just take you in an incredible place.
0: We have mirror, mirror neurons, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: we are affected by the energy of people around. Like you walk into a room and there was just a fight, You've heard that I can. you could cut the tension with a knife, yeah. <laughs> and, it, mm-hmm. and it's true. You can just feel it. Um, veterans with hypervigilance, well, a, a, any of us first responder types, um, with hypervigilance, you yeah. can read a room, and you can read people, and you can just feel if there's a fight about to break out or if there just was one. It's like, oh, what happened in here? And, uh, and you just know it. You can feel that energy. Um, and then you react to that energy when a dog comes at you, uh, wiggling their butt. I mean, who doesn't love unconditional love, but, uh, (laughs) they're also in the moment. They don't have really, uh, the past that's, that's dogging them. They're just happy right now. That's why they're the exact same food every single morning. And it's a party like, yeah, I get some some food. It's the same gruel, but uh, they don't care. (laughs) And, um, uh, but those mirror neur- neurons that we have, uh, when, when it's tough not to feel a little bit better when you have this incredibly happy dog um, just mm-hmm. lo- loving you
1: to death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? So what? So what's that about? Why? Why do we? Some of us, not everybody, loves the dogs, right? Some of us are so attracted to that. Some of those nutty people have, like cat people. have to have that. <laughs> I mean, why is that, right? Is that because it's easy, because it's free, um, you know, it costs you what a bowl of kibble and a, and a walk? I mean, what, why can't we give that to ourselves? And I think this is a place that we want to get to, but we may not know how right it's it's accessible right there with the dog all the time they just give it freely ah th- that's good enough well what if they're trying to show you more what if they're actually trying to help you give more of that to yourself so what acceptance um worthiness right self esteem i mean all of it kind of comes into play but the dog doesn't have any stories about that so that's just fantastic. How how can we get to that place where we can start to let go of those stories, those identities, um, those things about ourselves that we don't like, and get to this place where I want to be like my dog.
0: So how do you accomplish that when you're working with somebody? How do you part uh, get somebody to learn more about their
1: dog and have a better connection with their dog? Great question. It takes a while. So, um Everybody's going to be a little bit different because we have different life experiences. But leading someone and guiding them to that place where they go, oh, seriously, that's what he's been trying to show me or that's what she's telling me. It could be that your dog is doing a behavior that you don't like trying to get you to notice something. It could be that they're doing something super fun and playful when you're acting a certain way, but we don't realize, oh, I'm I'm pissed off. I'm on the computer doing work and the dog's doing this goofy thing. They're trying to show you something else. So it's going to be a little different for each person, but once they get that initial, holy shit, really? Is that possible? Then from there, you can have this wonderful cascading effect and it can take you wherever their lessons need to take them to like your, whatever you need to learn is not going to be necessarily what I need to learn. Does that make sense? So
0: is this really boiling down to mindfulness? Those is, does it keep coming back to that, to living Mm -hmm. in the present? Is that kind of the bottom Absol- line?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, in my book, I, I wrote this thing about dog as a teacher of presence and how they can do that. Um, I mean, I, I marvel. like I love watching dogs driving, hanging out the side of a car, driving down the road, right? There might be another book called, you know, Dogs Riding in Cars. They're just out there, you know, tongues flying, ears are flapping, and there's nothing else. You know, it doesn't matter. What, and they don't care what kind of car they're in don't care where they're going. They're just right there in that moment or sitting in the sun in the, in the yard, right? Eyes closed, face turned up to the sun. They're present so much of the time. And and we're not, you know, we're, we're upset about <laughs> something that happened yesterday or stressed about a meeting we've got tomorrow or, or whatever it is. So they are masters of presence.
0: So how do we learn from that? I mean, is it simply by being mindful and aware that that is what's going on with them, that this is how they're living and, and following their example, or is there more
1: to it? Uh, Well, again, that's going to depend on you. What, what's going to get you to a place where you can open up even more. So they're constantly just being right. They're tired. They lay down, go to sleep. They're hungry. They try and get some food, right? They want to play. They let you know they got to go pee. They let you know. So, being more observant of them throughout their day and at different times and in different situations in your day creates this incredible awareness, right? It usually starts with something small. Learning how to flow with that and realize, oh, I need to get off the damn computer and go outside, right? I had a dog who was a master at that. It took me a while to figure it out. He'd go to the back door, um, and sliding glass door, and stand and just wait, and so I opened the door, and he just—he wouldn't budge. He just look at me. And then one day I'm like, "Oh, I need to go outside. I need—I need, to, <laughs> I need some you coming with me, or what?" Yeah, yeah. So um, that was fantastic. That was—that was, that was actually—I um, don't know—about five years ago. I had this hit. It was like, oh, and all these things started to open up for me. So we get so caught in all the things we have to do. We get a bouncer check, we pay the bills, uh, get to work on time, get the, you know, feed the kids, get them to school, get to work, all these things. And we're, we're so frequently worried about all these steps that were not present. So being able to spend time and I'll do this, I'll go sit with my dog now and we'll just sit at the back window and stare and just watch, you know, I'll look at something. She'll look at something. She'll look at something. I'll look at something. And, it helps me get out of my head and and become just more calm, peaceful, and mindful. Yeah, I think I'm starting
0: to get it. Like by observing them and 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 trying to figure out what's in their head, you're getting out of your head and getting into the present mm-hmm. moment. Um, you and I, off air, we're talking about John McCaskill, the Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. who has a podcast, "Men Talking Mindfulness," and it is so important to practice that mindfulness. My morning coffee, which I, (laughs) it's, it's, I love my morning coffee. Um, If you just press a button and your coffee shows up, that's different than having a whole process in order to produce Mm -hmm. that coffee. But we're in the quick and easy society now. Everything's quick and easy. The easier, the quicker, the better. But if you were to slow down and make yourself an Americano and it's got multiple steps and it takes 10 minutes to get that coffee instead of 10 seconds, um, that gets you into the moment of what you're doing instead of fretting about your entire day. And it is things like that slowing down and getting in the moment that is so important to uh, lower that cortisol and to lower those stress hormones and uh, minimize your stress responses. And it seems like by being more mindful about what your dog's doing and, uh, really trying to get into their head, which gets you out of your head, um, lends to that mindfulness a great deal. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Go back to the coffee real quick. I love this. I'm a French press guy. Okay. So I grind the beans heat the water, have to, you know, have to wait for it to, to get hot enough, you know, pour, put the beans in the craft, pour the water in, put the lid on, and then you have to wait for it to steep, right? Yep. So this, I used to be way too impatient for any of this. So there's, it's such a great exercise in not immediately gratifying yourself, right? And that's another thing in, in our culture and society that, you know, hey, Amazon, I can get anything I want within a couple of days, click, um, but there's something so important about waiting for something. So just that extra 10 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes that it takes me to do this process of making the coffee, it slows me down. That's a huge point. And that's something that I teach about is literally slowing down. I, I teach a form of Qigong that you move so freaking slowly that for some folks it's really uncomfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it, we're not wired that way. Right. And because and everything is just fast, 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 um, but it's important to slow down. I guess that's where I was going with that. Sure.
0: Now we're talking about healing, healing from what Michael, like what, what sort of healing have you seen because of uh, the work that you've done?
1: Oh, I mean, we could do eight hours on redefining trauma. Um, so I'm not a veteran, but I know there's a lot of veterans on here and, and I can't even imagine some of the things they know. I've got friends who are veterans who have shared an awful lot with me. Um, in confidence and that's where we'll leave it. But um, it could be something that happened when you were five that you had no idea how it it resonated with you and, and, and really tore you up and you, you hit it, you packed it away. Ah, that I was just a kid, you know, no big deal. It could be something from a relationship. It could be um, uh, people forget how to grieve. You lost you lost a loved one in your family, you know. Mm, Yeah, man up, toughen up, don't cry. I mean, these things affect us more than than we realize. And it doesn't affect everybody the same way. You know, we're not robots. We're not Buicks coming off an assembly line. So it could be any number of things. Um, But everything is about relationship when it comes down to it, right? Someone you just meet on the street, someone you have to work with, someone in your household or your family. Um, Everything is a relationship, and we, we don't have the skills that we need to make great relationships so healing what keeps us from remembering who we truly are all those wounds it's a big big deal so that's I mean that's what all this is about right that's guys finding help for different things it's all about remembering who we truly are and who is that who society what, what, who what, we are how, core, how would, how would, how would, how would you just do beauty that. and love right that's it it's just that simple it, it it is. The true self. Um, it it doesn't have to be complicated. But, you know, mother, father, teacher, preacher, even well all these well intentioned people, each one had their own view on the world, how they were raised, how they expect you to behave. So we take on these roles and identities, their truths as our own, and over time all these veils get placed in front of us and, and we forget who we are. We can't we can't see ourselves anymore. So I I help people lift the veils one at a time. Just one, one little bit, one little bit, one little bit. That's beautiful. Uh, What's the name of your book? Uh, Let Your Dog Lead.
0: Let Your Dog Lead. And uh, where can people find it?
1: Uh, Amazon. There's a Kindle and a paperback and on Barnes and Noble too. It's not available through Ingram, so you can order it from any bookstore.
0: What is, um, and it might be a tough one, but uh, what what is the one thing that dogs are trying to tell us the most that we're just not hearing
1: ooh oh here can i visual aid
0: yeah that you are enough
1: right and then eventually you can do this for yourself i am enough
0: a lot of people see the videos, but uh, this is also on audio for Spotify oh, yeah. and everything else. So he just held That's up right. two cards. <laughs> one said, I am enough, and the other one said uh, uh, that you are enough.
1: Yeah, it's actually the same card, but they're printed it on opposite sides. Yeah, yeah. So no matter which side you're looking at, someone else is getting that other ver- version of the message.
0: And it's the hardest thing to believe. It's the thing that people struggle with more than anything else because they think that they are their ego. They are their roles that they play. And that is not who you are. Uh, you're, you know, that, that, that isn't. Who you are is a being that is in this body at the moment um, just trying to learn and progress through life. And that's it. And your mission is kindness. And that's it. It's just that simple. And um, I love it. getting to that is the challenge. I'm writing a book about it right now, and um, it'll be my third book. But it's, I'm so glad to have you on today, Michael, because it, um, it is affirming that. And um, thank you so much for the work that you do with, um, and, and the healing that you help people find.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I've been wanting to come on the show for a long time, so very excited. Thank you for your generosity.
0: Um, before we close out, is there anything that um, uh, people need to know about their
1: relationship with their dog? Uh, there's more. There's more. They're not just there for cuddle and comfort. Um, yeah, there's a lot more. So just get curious. Um, and can I plug one thing? Of course. Um, March 18th and 19th, I'm hosting a summit called everybody hurts trauma, dogs, and healing. So, and it's free. So I'll, uh, I'll be putting out on my socials and all that stuff, but, uh, take a look for it. Um, you can go to my website and there's a little, little dinger for it and, um, there's more coming.
0: And what's your website?
1: www.dogsandmen.com.
0: Okay. I'll put a link in the show notes. Awesome.
1: Okay, yeah, so everybody's got something that that uh, that's holding them back from being who they want to be.
0: Yeah, isn't that the truth, Michael? Thanks yeah. for being on here today, man.
1: Thank you, sir. You take care,
0: and don't take your dogs for granted. There's they are a gold mine. <laughs> they are an untapped gold mine if you know how Absolutely. to dig. All right, so please stay on the line. You're listening to Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast for veterans, first responders, and their dogs. Today's episode is brought to you by Global Specialized Safety Incorporated. You can find them at globalssinc.com. That's globalssinc.com for all of your safety needs. Safe by choice, not by chance. Global Specialized Safety is veteran-owned and operated.